I'm Melissa Silber, and I'm a corporate quitter. As a CPA who worked in corporate finance for 15 years, I've seen firsthand how large corporations take advantage of their employees and customers. Now, I'm passionate about helping small businesses succeed while also exposing the unethical practices of big companies. If you're a business owner, I encourage you to join my community, where I share a lot of resources to help you with your business finances. I hold monthly calls with the community, and I'd love to have you. Now on to the episode. I want to educate the public on how corporations work and how capitalism is harming us. I think the biggest problem we have today is a lack of education on how the economy and how businesses really work. And I do think that part of this is by design so that people don't question things and just take things as they're presented. I encourage you to join my mailing list. I'd love to hear from you. And without further ado, on to the podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about capitalism, specifically how we can fix capitalism. This does beg the question, is capitalism even broken? Arguably, capitalism is working just the way it was designed to do, to make the rich richer and the poor poorer. Over the decades, the majority of wealth has been concentrated at the top, and this gap is getting more and more alarming with each passing year. The pandemic itself contributed to a large amount of wealth transfer. So when I say fix capitalism, I am meaning to fix the end goal of capitalism. I don't think that capitalism should only enrich one small group of people, but rather everyone should be able to flourish and prosper under it. We need to transition capitalism into a system in which everyone can benefit. As of right now, there are many people being disenfranchised and suffering as a result of capitalistic practices. And to me, this doesn't illustrate a fair and just system, and something needs to change. I'm a socialist at heart. I believe that humans have created amazing things and technologies, and that there is no excuse for anyone in this world to be going hungry right now. We have the resources to take care of everyone, but yet we don't. The corporation have demonized the word socialist to mean communism, to mean that you're going to have nothing, and it's not an all or nothing thing. I think we can adapt the current system. We have to be more socialist without taking on extreme types of government and social structures. And I think that fear of communism is what is making so many people prop up capitalism, even if it's not in their own best interests. So I did a series on TikTok talking about this very topic. I posted 13 short TikToks sharing my various ideas on how we can fix capitalism. Obviously, these are just spitballing ideas. Everyone's going to have their own ideas and criticisms or things that they would like to add to these. None of these ideas on their own would fix capitalism, but these are just some things I think could potentially be implemented to help. In this podcast episode, I'm going to share with you the first 10 ideas that I put out on how we can fix capitalism. There'll be more parts coming, I'm sure. We need to fix the gap between the rich and the poor, and we need to make corporations pay their fair share and prevent them from avoiding so much tax. So my first idea is that we need wage caps on CEOs. In Canada, executives and CEOs, there is no limit to the amount of salary they can make. It's all deducted from the corporation's revenue, and then the corporation pays tax on the after deduction amount, which is the profit. In the United States, this is limited to $1 million per executive. In Canada, there is no limit. So one corporation can be paying their CEO a million dollars, while the next can be paying their CEO 20 million. My accounting knowledge tells me that all expenses must be reasonable, and I don't understand how it can be justified that one person is worth 20 million a year when another is worth one. And even yet, when another is only worth 40,000 and can't afford to pay rent or buy food. So we need to limit the amount that a corporation can deduct in executive salaries, perhaps put a cap on it. And another way that we could help bring equity amongst all members of an organization would be to tie the lowest earning wage 
in a corporation to the highest earning wage. So for instance, the highest paid employee cannot make more than 10 times the lowest paid employee. If an executive wants to make 500,000, the lowest they can pay someone else in the organization is 50,000. Some say this should only be maybe five times, others say it should be 100 times, either way, there needs to be some sort of connection. So if the people at the top wanna give themselves very large increases, the people at the bottom are also going to see some benefit from that. This isn't going to prevent executives from paying themselves well, but it will ensure that others in the organization will also see increases. Idea number two on how we can fix capitalism is to disallow throwing out of items. Capitalism as it is right now is very wasteful. Whether it be in grocery stores where food that is maybe slightly less than perfect or slightly expired or close to expiring, so much of it ends up in a landfill or in the dumpster. There are people who do pick out the food from the dumpster in order to survive, and they shouldn't have to do that. The corporations should not be allowed to throw out food that could feed people who can't afford to buy food. Some of the stores won't even donate the food to farmers to feed their livestock. They would prefer to put it in a dumpster. I don't think that they should be allowed to waste food in that manner when there are people who have such food insecurity. This is also a problem in stores that don't sell food, but rather merchandise. Oftentimes, they can't sell items and they will destroy them on purpose and throw them in a dumpster rather than donating them to someone in need. And I think this is just so wasteful, especially because we already know how much we're polluting this earth by manufacturing goods. To see it just go through that process and then end up straight in a landfill without having any use by anybody just makes me feel sick. And I don't think it should be allowed. Idea number three is that we need protection for whistleblowers. Corporations right now are teeming with overworked and frustrated employees who don't speak about what's happening out of fear for their jobs and livelihoods. Employees are forced to be complicit to all sorts of shady practices that contradict their own morals in the name of collecting a paycheck. For those employees who won't go along with the shadiness and speak out internally, they're often shown the door very quickly. They'll be given a golden handshake, a payout if you will, and in return for this payout, they will have to sign an NDA or a non-disclosure agreement, which legally prohibits them from speaking about the organization or sharing any of those secrets. The answers to fixing corruption exist within the corporate employees past and present. Because of the scenarios above, they will not speak out for fear of personal financial ruin. We need to set up a system to not only protect whistleblowers, but to compensate them so that speaking out doesn't cause them harm. And piggybacking on that idea of number three, idea number four takes that one a step further and says we need no more NDAs. Of course, I do believe there is a place for NDAs. If a corporation has intellectual property that must be protected, such as secret recipes or patented ideas or methods that they do things, and that's how they make money and it needs to be protected from being copied, that is fair. And I totally agree with NDAs in that situation. It's the NDAs that prohibit employees from speaking out about abuse they've either endured or witnessed, which should not be allowed. NDAs, which force employees to stay quiet about illegal activities being performed by corporations, should also not be allowed. Illegal activity needs to be called out. Full stop. The laws and judicial system should be protecting citizens, not corporations. Idea number five is that we need to pierce that corporate veil. A corporation is a legal entity on its own, which can sue and be sued. As such, the actions of employees and executives of a corporation are covered under the liability insurance that the corporation holds. In general, if someone were to murder someone else, they 
are charged with murder and they are penalized accordingly. When executives around a boardroom table make the decision to hike prices of food so that people can no longer afford to eat, they're contributing to the starvation of a population. Where are the murder charges in that case? These decisions, which are harming society, are done so with no accountability and with immunity, and that needs to change. If these decision makers were to be held personally liable for the consequences of the decisions they make, I think they may reconsider some of them. Idea number six, and I was really expecting to cause an uproar with this one, but surprisingly I didn't really. So my sixth idea is that we need to be taxing the churches. I've always thought that the churches should be taxed. It never really made sense to me that they weren't, especially given all the news pouring out about the atrocities committed by the Catholic Church in North America, and likely all around the world. I just happened to see the news here. This is everything from a copious amounts of essay charges coming out from children who have been abused by members of the church, as well as the church's involvement in the genocide of indigenous populations of Turtle Island. They shouldn't be protected. It also seems more and more that the churches are acting as a vessel for money laundering. There was recently an article put out by the CBC, which outlined how the Mormon church in Canada moved a billion dollars out of the country, tax-free, completely legally, because they don't have to follow tax rules that everyone else does. This seems to me to be money laundering. We don't know what they're doing with this money, where this money comes from, but we do know that the Catholic Church is doing harm and should not be able to continue, especially tax-free. The amount of social programs that could be funded if churches had to pay their fair share of taxes would be enormous. My seventh idea is that we need to reform the stock market. The stock market is a vessel to extract wealth from society and funnel it up to the rich. I have posted many criticisms of capitalism and the stock market on TikTok, and I'm usually met with a barrage of misinformation on what the stock market is and how it operates. People think that the stock market is where the shareholders continually inject money into a corporation. The reality is, after After the IPO or initial public offering, when the shares are initially sold, the subsequent buying and selling of the shares, any profits there go to shareholders, not the organization. The only continual flow of funds as time goes on is the dividends that are paid out of the corporation to the shareholders. In order to keep their shares trading at higher and higher prices, the corporations must continually pay out dividends to their shareholders. It is a never-ending tap into corporate profits and it is sucking society dry. As we endure late-stage capitalism, profits have been maximized. The continual strive for more profits is causing some nefarious things to happen in order to get those profits, such as overworking employees, understaffing, price gouging, eroding the quality of products, eroding the size of products, etc. Anything to squeeze every last ounce of profitability and it has to stop. Idea number eight is to improve the transparency financial reporting for foreign entities. When I did my grocery greed series and analyzed the large grocery conglomerates to look at their profitability and the amount of taxes they paid, I found myself quite frustrated when I attempted to examine the American players currently operating in Canada. Specifically, I looked at Walmart, Amazon, and Costco. All of these are publicly traded companies in the United States. They have Canadian entities which are subsidiaries of the U.S. company. As such, the financial results of the Canadian operations are rolled down into the U.S. results. It's actually called rolled up, but we'll say rolled down. And the publicly released financials are those of the parent company. Unfortunately, there is very little mention of Canada in these consolidated statements. In the case of Walmart, Canada isn't even mentioned once. Where's the transparency here? We should be able to also see the standalone financial results for these foreign corporations operating in Canada, so we can see their profit margins and how much tax they're paying for comparison purposes. Idea number nine 
is no more government subsidies. During the pandemic, and many times throughout history, governments have bailed out corporations. When they do this, they are taking our taxpayer dollars and giving them to corporations. This alone is problematic, but even more problematic is that these corporations who take these government subsidies often turn around and pay dividends to their shareholders with it. Let's take the SUS program in Canada. It was a program rolled out during the pandemic, which was intended to help corporations survive the pandemic and prevent layoffs. The reality is many companies took this funding, paid their shareholders with it, and laid off employees anyway. In the blog post I did corresponding to this podcast, I've linked an article which outlines how this took place in the telecoms industry in Canada. This is just one little sliver of this happening, and I do think that this is just the tip of the iceberg and that it happened all over the place. In my opinion, this might Money needs to be clawed back from any organization who took the funds and also laid off employees or paid shareholders with it. I think any government subsidy needs to be paid back in full to the taxpayers before any dividends are allowed to be paid out to shareholders of a corporation. My 10th and final idea for this episode is to increase corporate tax rates. Corporations should be paying way more in taxes. Often their effective tax rate is so much less than the average citizen. There are so many tax loopholes for corporations and the bigger and more profitable become, the less they seem to pay in tax. Canadians for Tax Fairness put out an excellent article recently on this explaining the tax gap. I've linked that as well in my blog post. Especially as the profits soar into the billions, a large chunk of that needs to be going back to the government via taxation and in turn used to fund social services for the society it was extracted from. Instead, the rich just keep getting richer. So I've been very vocal on TikTok with my radical anti-capitalist views and I am pushing for fairness for all citizens. My passion is to help small business owners and I know how hard it is for them to compete. The big guys have taken over everything. We need to reform things in a major way so that everyone has an equal opportunity to prosper and help society. If you are a small business owner, I invite you to grab my free accounting guide and join my mailing list. Until next time, I'm Melissa Silber and thanks for joining me. If you enjoy this podcast, check me out on TikTok, Melissa Silber CPA. And if you're a business owner, feel free to reach out. I'd love to learn how I can help you.